Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. With such a vast amount of research and medical investigation directed toward vitamins and minerals, it seems almost impossible to know what vitamins you need to take and what effect they'll have on your body. But not any longer. With my new book, Vitamins and Minerals from A to Z with Ethnoconsciousness, you will discover the true value and effect that each major vitamin and mineral will have on your body, mind, and overall health, and how to use vitamins and minerals to transform your health and daily life. To get my new book, Vitamins and Minerals from A to Z with Ethnoconsciousness, please visit thejewelnetwork.net. Welcome back to the show. So before I went to commercial break, uh, you know, I mentioned that a, a healthy gut is dominated by friendly beneficial bacteria. And an unhealthy gut is being overrun by unfriendly bacteria. So I don't want to give the impression that I am against bacteria because all bacteria have their uh, part to play. We just have to have balance. We have to have balance in everything. And the human body is always looking for balance. So we have to feed our body what it needs to maintain a healthy balance. And if you look at a lot of the foods that are out there that are available to us in our supermarket on the shelves are out of balance. They are overprocessed and they are not containing the nutrients and the vitamins that we need, which are the raw materials that our body needs to build a healthy immune system and to maintain healthy tissues. So if you eat food that is depleted, your body will give up minerals from bones, teeth, muscle, in order to balance that food so the body can even recognize it as food. So you really want to make sure that you are paying attention to what you're putting in your mouth because the foods that you eat will definitely alter your gut bacteria or your microbiome to either... uh, Get, ha, cause it or allow it to become out of balance or to fortify it so that it remains in balance and allows the immune system to stay healthy, to fight off any uh, condition that one could encounter. You know, our, our immune system really is fabulous. It is like an army within the body, and when given the, when fortified with the right vitamins and minerals, and as we now know, the bacteria in proper proportion that's necessary for health, we're invincible. So the food we eat plays a huge role in the strength of our immune system and in our gut bacteria, and we can't leave out the thoughts that we think because the thoughts that are emanating from our mainframe computer, the first computer, which is in our head, is also establishing a state within the body. Like I mentioned before, those neurochemical transmitters, those begin with a thought. 
and the thought goes out throughout the body and every cell in your body is aware of what you are thinking. There is intelligence in the cell. So we can communicate with every body part. We can even communicate with the bacteria in our gut. But we have to be aware that they're there. We have to be aware that um, they need to be in balance. And we have to be aware of what we are thinking. We are complex beings and have the ability to control what happens in this body by what we put in our mouth and what we're thinking every day. We cannot leave that out. So um, I spoke before of chronic inflammation and its role that it plays in the body. Um, There's also something known as free radicals. Now, many of you may be familiar with that term, free radicals. So free radicals uh, contribute to the pathology in the human body. They cause damage to parts of our cells, and the parts of the cells that they cause damage to are proteins. The The protein part of the cell is the cell membrane and the DNA. Now, if you... Um, Remember back from biology in school, uh, antibodies are proteins. And antibodies are what the body uses to fight off uh, antigens, which are substances that are entered into the body to cause or bring about uh, a diseased condition, Uh, whether it is something like the chickenpox, measles, or Uh, something more serious but antigens are introduced into the body and when the body sees it it produces an antibody against it so if we have uh, many free radicals existing in the body the proteins part of the cell is subjected to being damaged okay so what is a free radical free radicals are atoms or molecules that are highly reactive within the cellular structure because they contain an unpaired electron. And these unpaired electrons damage the cell membrane and the DNA by stealing their electrons. Now remember I said before that the body is always looking for homeostasis and for balance. So when a free radical appears in the body, it doesn't want to be uh, have an unpaired electron, so it's going to steal it from somewhere else. Now, when this happens, it, it um, the process that ha- uh, that's caused is known as oxidation. Now, um, the way that I like to think about oxidation is when you think about um, a piece of metal being out in the rain, and it gum- it be- it gets rusty by being exposed to the rain. And that the metal we say becomes oxidized. There's a, a chemical process that takes place that causes oxidation of the metal, and then rust is produced. So oxidation or oxidative damage is like the rust that is forming on the metals when they get exposed to moisture. So that is the same thing that happens to parts of our cell when they are exposed to free radicals. And those components of the cell will lose their ability to function normally. 
So too much oxidation or too many free radicals in the body will eventually damage the cell and cause it to die. So too many free radicals in the body cause uh, nerve injury, injury to nerve cells. Um, And believe it or not, uh, many of the foods we eat are found to have uh, free radical generating substances in them. So some of those foods that I'm going to mention, well, some of these foods are uh, fried foods, alcohol, tobacco. So smoking increases free radicals in our body. Pesticides, whether you're taking pesticides in uh, by inhaling it or uh, sometimes it's in the food we eat. The food is contaminated with pesticides that contributes to the presence of free radicals in our body. Pollutants that we may come in contact with in our water that we drink or maybe in the air we breathe in the form of chemtrails. Also drinking acidotic water will introduce free radicals into the body. So we want to make sure that we are taking in something to neutralize free radicals. Now, what neutralizes free radicals? Antioxidants. We've heard so much about antioxidants um, in, in science and in health. Antioxidants. So what are antioxidants and how do they work? Antioxidants work by neutralizing the free radicals. They actually donate an electron to the free radical before it can oxidize the components of the cell. And once the electrons of the free radical are paired, the free radical becomes stabilized and it it is non-toxic to the cells. So this reminds me of what our product does. We have a product here at the Jewel Network that is called SWOOS, S-O-O-W-S. SWOOS, and SWOOS is the acronym for Solution to Our Water Supply, Solution of Our Water Supply. Uh, SWOOS is a all-natural, uh, high-frequency solution uh, that we have. It comes in a little bottle, and you basically need to put just two to three drops in an eight-ounce glass of water and it removes the free radicals. It alkalinizes the water so that when you drink your water, it is um, that you're actually neutralizing the free radicals and alkalinizing your body. Therefore, it is non-toxic to the cells. Now, you can buy alkalinized water, alkaline water, but when you buy alkaline water in the store, even if it started out, Uh, with a pH of 8 or 9, by the time it sits in the plastic bottle on the shelf in the store, it's going to lose some of its alkalinity. Now, we've done many tests on uh, different brands of water with our product, and we find that a lot of them, even though they say that they're filtered water, they're spring water, um, even some of the alkaline water is not... Um, as alkaline as it's advertised to be. So if you know anything about the pH of products, uh, the lower the pH, 
so less than 7.5, you're going down to the acidic side. Anything greater than 7.5 is alkaline, and 7.5 is said to be neutral. So our product, Swoos, will actually make the pH of the water about a 9 or 9.5%. So it really alkalinizes the water. So antioxidants. What do antioxidants really do for the body? So we know that they neutralize free radicals, and also they slow the aging process. They prevent neurological damage, decrease inflammation, and also decrease autoimmunity so that the the immune system recognizes itself and it is not attacking itself. So it's really important that we increase the alkalinity of our water and also the food that we eat. So you may say, how do we increase our antioxidant intake? Besides using the product that I just mentioned, we also want to uh, eat foods that are more on the alkaline side of the um, pH scale. And some of the foods that we eat, we know they're acidic, Um, For instance, um, most meats are acidic. You know, when you think about it, if you're eating meat, you're eating the muscle. What what happens to muscle? It breaks down to, um, well, it it can get a buildup of lactic acid. But meat, when it is broken down in the body, is on the acid side. So I'm not saying you can't eat meat, but you have to have a balance in your diet. So you want to, number one, you want to have alkalinized water. Um, You want to have nutrient um, sources or, you know, you want to take in nutrients that are going to feed beneficial bacteria that live within the gut. Now, one way to do that and to introduce beneficial bacteria is by eating fermented foods. So some fermented foods that um, you can take in are, number one, one of my favorites, is tempeh. You can also take in uh, kimchi. Kimchi is a fermented uh, cabbage or cucumbers that you can find it in a lot of Asian stores. Um, Sometimes they're spicy ones and some are mild but it actually tastes very good. It may have like a red base to it, like a tomato base. But these are um, foods that will add beneficial bacteria to the gut. Also fermented tofu, uh, sauerkraut, kombucha, tea. All of these things have um, beneficial bacteria and they help maintain our gut integrity. So they're like natural uh, antibiotics. They are helping us to control the inflammation um, that can exist in the body. So another thing that we do want to think about when we're taking in our food and we're thinking about alkaline alkaline food, uh, even though you you aren't eating meats. There are still some grains and some beans that are acid-producing. 
So in order to balance that out in our bloodstream, because if we're eating foods that are really acidic, our body always wants balance. And what it's going to do is it's going to release alkaline-rich minerals from our bones and our teeth into our bloodstream to help balance it out. So the alkaline minerals uh, that, are, that live within our body are things like calcium, phosphorus, and magnesium. So eating too many acid-forming foods, your body will definitely give up its alkaline minerals to balance out the food that you're taking in. So I just want you to be aware of that, to be mindful of what you're putting into your mouth. We cannot just eat for taste. We have to eat to feed the body, to nourish the body. We don't want to uh, eat foods that are going to put us in a position where we're going to lose minerals from the bones. Now, um, I've met um, people who say that they drink distilled water, and they like distilled water because it's been boiled, and they know that it's free of bacteria, and um, some people say they even like the taste of it. Well, from what I've learned, you can drink distilled water uh, in, in small supply for a short time, but it's not something you want to do over a long period of time because distilled water is robbed of its minerals. So if you drink distilled water, what's going to happen is your bones and your teeth are going to give up the uh, alkaline minerals to neutralize and to put back into the distilled water what's missing. So distilled water, you know, basically is to be used in things like iron, you know, to not cause a buildup in the iron. Um, but it is not to be drinking drunk uh, or taken in in large supply by human beings. So um, purchasing some swoons and adding it to your water actually will change the structure of the water. It will alleviate any harmful substances in the water. And by changing the structure of the water, it, uh, it changes the configuration to allow the cells to take in the water easily, and uh, the cell becomes hydrated. So not all water is uh, the same, and you have to realize that because sometimes you drink water and it's really not getting into the cell and you find yourself just going to the toilet, peeing out the water, it's passing through the body, but it's not getting into the cells. The cells are still dehydrated. So all water is not created equally. Yes, we know the chemical formula is still H2O, but it is not all the same. You really want to have water that is not acidic. You want alkaline water, and you want it to be structured so that the cells of your body are able to take in the water and the cells become hydrated. Also, when choosing your foods, you want to choose foods that are free from pesticides. So by choosing organically grown foods, um, you're doing yourself or doing your body uh, a, big, a big favor. Um, if you're in the position where you can grow your own food, that's even better. And in order to grow your own foods, you've got to start with the proper soil. 
You know, a lot of our foods are grown in layers and layers and layers of fertilizer so that the seeds are never in contact with the natural soil of the earth. It's being grown in uh, soil that was that is man-made. So another thing that we want to think of is, you know, composting. We can all do ourselves and the planet a huge favor by composting, saving all of our food stuff and composting. Even you can have a small composter, uh, composter outside your back door. Now, if you live in an apartment complex, this may be a little more difficult, but there are different organizations within the community that compost and that have gardens. So it's important that we all educate ourselves on what we want in our food and per- and make sure that we support that so that we can purchase what is going to keep us healthy. We cannot go blindly into the supermarket and purchasing food that we don't know um, what we're buying or we know that we're buying it, but it's not the best for us, but by, for convenience sake, we go along with it. We have to invest in what we know is good for us and what is going to sustain us and sustain the planet. So I'm going to take a quick break, and when I come back, I'm going to continue sharing some information with you about uh, alkaline foods and uh, some things that we can do to the foods that we use every day to make sure that they are, um, how should I say it, Uh, add some alkalinity to the food, even though it may exist on the acid side of the food chart. There's things that we can do to... uh, balance the food out. So I want to share some of that with you when I come back. So stay with me. I'll be back in a few minutes. Let's change the world together. Let's bring greater peace, intelligence, and spiritual connection to our lives. All this and much more can be yours by enrolling in Dr. Jewel's balancing program. In as little as 15 minutes a day, you can enjoy the physiological effects equal to eight hours of meditation. For more information and to sign up for my revolutionary mind-enhancing brain-balancing program, please visit drjewelsbalancingprogram.com. Welcome back to the show. Okay, so I'd like to continue um, sharing information with you about ways that we can actually alkalinize the food that we cook. So I mentioned earlier in the show that, um, you know, even if you're eating your beans and, um, you know, you're cooking to the best of your knowledge to um, using organic foods, some of the beans and the peas that we cook can still be on the acid side. So you know what you can do to help the beans um, become more alkaline is to use sea vegetables which are seaweed. Seaweed help to reduce the acidity of the food. So there's a particular type of seaweed that I really like called kombu, K-O-M-B-U, and it comes in a big sheet. You can find it at most of the uh, Asian food markets, um, and you just buy this and keep it right next to the peas, and every time you put your peas to soak, because you do want to soak your peas, um, Soaking the peas does a couple things. It allows them to cook, uh, to have a shorter cooking time, as well as it removes phytic acid. 
So you want to soak the peas. You know, you pick out any stones that are in there, wash them off, and let them soak. And I usually like to pour that water off a couple of times and replace it with fresh water before I cook it. It actually is removing phytic acid, P-H-Y-T-I-C. So the name alone, phytic acid, lets you know that it's acidic. So adding kombu seaweed to to the peas or beans when you begin cooking them helps to decrease the acidity, acidity of the the beans it is an uh, uh, alkalinizing protein so you want to keep some kombu in your pantry um, other types of seaweed um, that you need to include in your diet because number one they have minerals in them and vitamins and they're then they're alkaline so there's also a seaweed called nori and there's one called wakame And these are very, very easy to use. You can rehydrate them and use them in soups. You can add them to different dishes. Um, There's also hijiki seaweed um, that cooks up. It tastes really good um, using a little tamari sauce, which is also an alkaline product. Um, I prefer tamari sauce for its alkalinity over soy sauce. So uh, also, let's see, if you like, if you're a vegetarian, um, using different nuts and making nut meat is a great way to get protein. Almonds are a alkaline nut. Um, they're best used if you soak them and remove the outer uh, brown, uh, what do you call it, like a little covering on the almond, um, which is, I read it to be acidic, but once you take that off, the almond is alkaline. And once you soak the almonds and uh, soak it overnight, you'll be surprised at the amount of cloudiness in the water after soaking those almonds. And then once you change the water and you peel off the, the brown covering of the nut, oh, my goodness, the almond is, it tastes really good. It's still crunchy. And... You don't tire out your jaw. It's so much easier to chew and so much easier on the digestive system. So you really want to be soaking your nuts overnight before you consume them. And um, almonds, I'm telling you, taste really, really great after they're soaked. They're not soggy, they're crispy, and they're so good for you. And they're alkaline. It's an alkaline form of protein. And millet is another... Uh, food item that is on the alkaline side of the pH scale, as well as tempeh. I mentioned tempeh and tofu and miso, miso soup, and sea salt. So when adding sea salt to your beans or your peas when you're cooking them, and you do want to use sea salt as opposed to regular table salt, and I'll tell you why. Regular table salt is probably greater than 75, 80% sodium chloride, whereas sea salt is, uh, has much less sodium chloride and it has far more minerals and vitamins. So it's much more nourishing to the body and it's alkaline. So you, you want to add the sea salt to your beans when you're cooking them at the end 
you don't want to add them in the beginning because uh, when when you add it to the beginning, it makes the fat in the in the beans more indigestible. So you want to wait till the end when the beans have become soft. You know, you can add in your onions and whatever whatever other uh, things you're adding, your garlic, and, and let that cook in with the beans. But you want to add the sea salt in the end. Now, some more alkaline foods are uh, onions, uh, greens, all type of greens, kale, collard greens, mustard greens, sweet potatoes, which is a... Um, I like to call it like an earth provision because it's grown in the soil. And um, I mentioned gardening before. If you have the opportunity to grow your own food, you really do want to invest in gardening some of your own foods. But you have to really pay attention to the soil that you're using. You don't want to grow your food in a layer of fertilizer. You really want to get some good compost. There's also a product called Diatomaceous Earth that's really inexpensive, and it has in, uh, what would you call it, earth minerals, which is really lacking in a lot of the food uh, that is grown that you buy in the supermarket. And it can be uh, organic or it can be traditional, but a lot of the foods are not grown in the earth. They're grown in fertilizer. And one thing that I've noticed, and I've mentioned this before, is the rate at which the foods spoil in our refrigerator. I remember growing up, my mother always had celery in the fridge, and we would go in and eat celery all the time, and it seemed to last a long time. Well, that doesn't happen nowadays. Celery does not last as long as it used to, so I have to wonder about the soil that it's being grown in. So um, when you do when you are going to garden, you really want to prepare the soil that you're going to grow your food in. That's most important. Daikon radish and even the red radishes are very uh, good for your body and they're alkaline. So the daikon radish is, it looks like a huge carrot except it's white. And you can find it in the regular supermarket. Uh, the first time I came across uh, daikon radish, I saw them in the Asian market, and I saw uh, the Asian people buying, like, baskets of those radishes, and I, at that time, did not know what they were used for, but I knew it was good for something because they were just buying so much of them. So now I know that uh, daikon is to be consumed with any type of fatty meal because it helps with the digestion of fat, and it's also alkaline. So if you're eating meat, which we know is acidic, the daikon will balance out the meal because it's alkaline and it helps with the digestion of fat. So other alkaline foods are um, fermented veggies, and I mentioned before one way to get those in was by consuming or is by consuming kimchi, K-I-M-C-H-I. That's something you want to have in your refrigerator. Uh, Celery is also an alkaline food as well as beets, alfalfa sprouts, uh, broccoli, the beet greens are also alkaline and they're very, very nutritious. I mentioned spirulina, but also suncarella. Both of those uh, 
things, spirulina and suncarella are full of nutrients. If you're going to use suncarella, you can get the pill form, but I like the powder form better. It comes in little packets. You can add it to a drink and drink it down, or my favorite way to use suncarella is to add it to my salad or my greens. Now, some people are not fond of the taste, but I actually love it. Uh, cauliflower, believe it or not, is also an alkaline food. So we have so many uh, choices of foods that are on the alkaline uh, scale. Now, when you think about the standard American diet, also known as the SAD diet, a lot of those foods are acidic. So you really want to reach out beyond the, the standard diet and you want to um, include the foods that are alkaline. And mothers, um, you know, we are the ones to uh, bring forth new souls into this dimension. It's so important that we learn how to feed our families. We want to feed our families healthy foods. We want to teach our children about healthy foods so that they can make healthy food choices. And also, you know, when you think about how the food is prepared, it's important that you get some information on the, the, energetics, the energetics of food, you know, the yin and the yang of food. But that is an a entirely different show. But if you have, uh, if you like reading, and I um, suggest that you do, do some research and do some reading on the different food that you eat um, to know about the expanding yin foods and the contracting yang foods. We always want to know what we're taking into our body is in balance. So education is so important. Knowledge is, you know, food for our brain. New information, uh, we need to take in new information all the time. So every day you do want to learn something. Now, I came across some information. You know, we most, most of us have heard about probiotics and probiotic foods. But I also came across uh, the term prebiotic. So a prebiotic food is a non-digestible food ingredient that promotes the growth of beneficial microorganisms that live in our gut or our intestines. Now, I'm not sure why um, they call it non-digestible because the food substances that I read about are digestible. So prebiotics would contain things like onions, garlic, and artichokes. So prebiotics are necessary to um, promote healthy gut microorganisms. Now the probiotics um, are things that I referred to that are definitely alkaline and they contain the microorganisms that keep our gut healthy. So things like the kimchi, which is fermented cabbage and cucumbers, sauerkraut, um, kombucha tea or kombucha drinks. These things have in the uh, microorganisms that actually seed the gut and maintain healthy gut flora. They are natural antibiotics, they're antivirals, and they help control inflammation in the body. So we always want to be on uh, 
know why we're eating what we're eating and to know a little something about it, not just because you grew up eating it and it tastes good. You know, um, I read some something somewhere that every 20 years you really want to evaluate what foods you're eating and why you're eating them. So um, a thought just came to me about uh, the antioxidants that I mentioned um, a while ago and how antioxidants are the products that neutralize free radicals. Did you know that melanin is an antioxidant? So if you look at the chart that lists the antioxidant fruits, they're all melanated. The blackberries, the cherries, oranges, um, grapes, all of the antioxidant fruits all have color in them, all of the berries, even a lemon. I had a conversation with someone a couple weeks ago, and they were saying that lemons are acidic. Well, they are, but when you consume lemons in your diet, there is a process that happens, and they actually alkalinize the body. So putting lemon in your water actually will alkalinize the water, but it won't restructure the water. In order to do that, you need to come get some swoos. So to get swoos, you can contact, um, just email us at solutions at thejewelnetwork.net and uh, tell us how much swoos you'd like to order, and we can also uh, send that out to you. We will have our website up um, for our swoos and our battery um, in the very near future. It's under construction as I speak. And the battery is a product that actually strengthens our melanin and allows us to uh, resist and actually it plugs us into the electromagnetic uh, wavelength of the planet and it strengthens our melanin. So um, i also like to remind you that we have monthly webinars here at the Jewel Network, and those take place on the fourth Sunday of every month from 6 to 7 p.m. We also have a radio programming that takes place Monday to Friday right here on Blog Talk Radio at 5 p.m. So we have Dr. Jewel's show on Monday. We have... Um, Hygiene for Humanity on Tuesdays. We have uh, on Wednesdays the Dr. Jewel Show. On Thursdays we have the best of TJN. No, we have Music for the Mind of the Scientists. And on Fridays we have the best of TJN. So Monday to Friday you can tune in to us right here on Blog Talk Radio and listen to your science network. On the third Sunday of every month for you night owls, tune in to... Uh, myself and Dr. Jewell, as we are hosted by Brother uh, Wanique Shabazz on WRFG Radio, Radio Free Atlanta, and you can call in and ask Dr. Jewell any questions that you have pertaining to the topic of the night. So you know we're always bringing to you information on how to care for this wonderful body and how to nourish and balance the brain, your mainframe computer. So don't forget our balancing program. This Dr. Jewel's balancing program is a program that allows you to complete the development of your nervous system. 
And this is something that we all need. We need to be able to use our brain in full consciousness at all times. So you can go to the DJBP website and you can get all the details on Dr. Jewel's balancing program. Now, I just finished a six-week course on the hygiene of the female genitalia, and if you missed that, you really missed out on some great information. However, fear not, because I will be doing reruns of the shows. I will be sending out that information very shortly so that each and every one can tune in and get that information, because guess what? I'm going to be offering part two of that course. And this, I tell you, I got some information that is really beneficial to everyone, both male and female. So you don't want to miss this. So check out our website at thejewelnetwork.net, as well as our Facebook page, and you can also link us on Instagram. So we're always bringing to you the cutting-edge information on science, on life, and living, and Before I go, I must uh, share also with you that we also have a Melanin Science Research Consortium. And this is so great because guess what? People have been doing research on melanin for years, melanin recessive people, that is, and that information has been hidden from us. So we are beginning to wise up and invest in ourselves and learn about ourselves. So please stay tuned and check out our website, thejewelnetwork.net. Listen to our weekly shows to find out more about our Melanin Science Research Consortium. And for all of you out there, all of you scientists and all of you who love research, you really want to tune in to us because we also are taking in new members uh, into our Melanin Science Research Consortium, and we want you. So please check us out, thejewelnetwork.net, or go check us out at drjewelsbalancingprogram.com. We're here for you. We are the network, and we're about science and life and living. There's no other network on the air that is going to bring the information that you get right here at the Jewel Network. So as I sign out, because I'm here at the top of the hour, I want you to know that I really enjoyed this time speaking with you. I hope you took some great notes, and I'll see you next week. So everybody have a uh, wonderful, peaceful, uh, enjoyable week. Um, Like I said, make sure you learn something every day. And check out solutions at thejewelnetwork.net and come and order your swoos. Okay, bye-bye, everybody. Take care until next week. I love you all very much. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to The Jewel Network. For our complete broadcast schedule, additional information, and to purchase products, please visit our website at www.thejewelnetwork.net. If you'd like to reach us, please send an email to info at thejewelnetwork.net.